Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to this Sunday special. Today, we're actually going to talk about a Viper story, and it's one that I wrote. It's actually one that I wrote for Viper Week, so this is sort of a... Sort of a Viper Week episode, but not because this isn't the Viper. This isn't a Viper Week episode that I did for Viper Week, so it it kind of is, kind of isn't. So that's that's a little weird. Anyway, let's read the headline: 2003 Dodge Viper SRT10 Carbon Concept. Remembering this forgotten SEMA gem, Viper Week 2021. This may look like a typical Dodge SEMA concept, but this Viper is way more influ- influential than you might think. Before there was Dodge SRT. Before there was the SRT standalone, and before there was just SRT, the American AMG, there was PVO. PVO, Performance Vehicle Operations, was born from the Viper program known then as Team Viper, and was responsible for the performance Mopars of the early to mid-2000s. Cars like the Viper SRT-10, Neon SRT-4, and Grand SRT-10 were all done by this team of like-minded car enthusiasts who had a love for go-faster automobiles. Obviously, the go-fasterest of them all being the Viper. Thing is... What happens when this group of enthusiasts wanted an even faster version of their fastest creation? For the 2003 SEMA show, they made a vehicle meant to show off just what they could do in such a situation. And today, we're here to talk about that very car. Say hello to this. The 2003 Dodge Viper SRT10 Carbon Concept. Interesting looking concept, isn't it? While it certainly isn't as crazy as the original RT10 concept or the 2000 GTSR concept, I think the Viper SRT10 Carbon has its own special charm about it. This is mostly because, in my mind, it looks like a cross between a much nicer Junker Viper made for autocross, think General Mayhem with polish, and an experimental Viper hiding some top secret upgrades under its body. That last part is actually somewhat true, but this Viper isn't just hiding secrets under the skin, as the skin itself is also pretty hush-hush. Luckily for you, I have uncovered the classified documents on the internet detailing the specifications and the alleged purpose of this car. Read, I spent a lot of time and effort tracking down hard-to-find articles that had text from the original press release and additional information. That means I can tell you all or nearly all of the little details that make this Viper so different from other Gen 3s of the time. The Body When you have a name like Carbon Concept, it's best to deliver on the expectation that there will be a copious amount of carbon fiber. And indeed, this Viper does just that. With the hood, splitter, hardtop roof meant to replace the convertible top and trunk lid made of carbon fiber, PVO reduced the weight of the Gen 3 Viper by 150 pounds for a new total weight of 3,230 pounds or 1,465 kilograms. Or, in other words, they took the weight of one Brock Lesnar leg out of the car. That's not all either, as according to Allpar, this practice of making a fixed carbon fiber roof was useful when they made the Gen 5 Viper. See, like the carbon concept, the Gen 5 has carbon fiber in its body panels as well, albeit not as extensively. For the Gen 5 car, they use carbon fiber for the hatch, hood, and, you guessed it, the roof. It's hard to say whether PVO later SRT slash Dodge, intended on using what they learned here for a future Viper, but this is a prime example of how sneaky automakers can be. The Engine In the declassified dossier I mentioned earlier, I didn't just find information on the body, as the files also contained important information about the heart of this carbon beast. 
here are some of the changes and upgrades to whet your appetite. 10. Individual throttle bodies. Cowl induction. Most of the engine allegedly from a competition coupe. Altered cylinder heads and valves that were oversized for the intake and exhaust. Without a doubt, that is a recipe for big power and the results are as profound as one would think. Specifically, 625 horsepower, or 633 PS, or 466 kilowatts, and a claimed 600 pound-feet, or 813 newton meters of torque. The torque number I'm a little unsure of because it doesn't say that in the press release on this site or this site, but it sounds plausible. Another thing that sounds plausible to me are the 0-60 to 60 and quarter mile times. Oh yes, we have actual numbers quantifying how fast this concept really is. But once again, these are claimed numbers. Supposedly, the carbon concept dishes out the 0 to 60 sprint in 3.6 seconds and goes on to a quarter mile time and trap speed of 11.2 seconds at 128 miles per hour. If those numbers are true, then that puts the carbon concept just behind the Gen 5 Viper in the 0 to 60 department, but ahead or equal to its successor in the quarter mile. Even without the comparison to its later self, those numbers are massively impressive for a car from 2003. Other changes. The body and engine weren't only weren't the only places on the car to receive some love though. For the suspension, the carbon concept has high-rate titanium springs, high-rate anti-roll bars, and suspension with adjustable compression and rebound shocks that also allow you to adjust the ride height. According to this post, the specific producer of the suspension was Moton. In the drivetrain department, the, car, the competition coupe was utilized once again, giving up its high-torque bias racing limited slip differential, differential oil cooler, racing seats, and competition harness to the carbon concept. Observant readers will also notice that the carbon has another feature that would be seen on later Vipers, the wheels. If you were thinking that they looked eerily familiar, then you'd be right. That simple five-spoke design is identical to the one used on the Gen 4 ACR, which originally came out in 2008. Debuting on this very car at the 2003 show, these wheels are made of forged aluminum and are meant to be incredibly lightweight, contributing to the 150-pound weight loss. They also just look plain cool. What I find particularly fascinating about this car is just how much would go on to be applied to later Vipers, or, or was unintentionally or otherwise previewed by this car. The carbon fiber roof plus hood and hatch, expertise and technology used for the Gen 5 Viper. The wheels were put onto the Gen 4 ACR, and I have a sneaking suspicion that the Gen 4 Viper's engine benefited from some, from some of the things tried on the engine used in this concept. Not only that, but adjustable suspension? That's what the Gen 4 ACR had. I'm just blown away by the fact that all these things would all these things we would marvel at later Vipers for having were present in a car concept all the way from 2003. That really shows you how far ahead the automaker how far ahead into the future automakers think even if we don't know it. That though, my friends, is the old scoop on the 2003 Dodge Viper SRT10 carbon concept. Let me know what you think of this concept in the comments below. I hope you enjoyed this blast from the past. I'll see you all next time. And honestly, that's a sentiment that I still that I still agree with. They tried so so much and I'm even looking at the hood they even changed the hood, so it doesn't have the hood scoop, but the, the hood louver, the vents that are on Gen 3 Vipers, the little slits that are far back on the, on the hood, they actually moved up for the carbon concept. And if you remember from the Viper Week podcast I did regarding the ACR, they actually wanted to move these, these little hood slits, slits further up on the hood because it helped with, if I remember correctly, it helped with cooling and, 
It actually aided in downforce by reducing air in the engine bay. So they, so they managed to do that or, and or were allowed to do that for the carbon concept. Unfortunately, they didn't get to do it for the production car, but this shows that they had that on top of that podcast saying they had the idea. This concept, this concept helps to corroborate that fact that they wanted to move the little hood slits further up on the production car, but unfortunately couldn't. And then I wish more Vipers had individual throttle bodies. Because that'd be epic. That'd be so cool. And what's funny, actually, is that the ASC Diamondback, that SEMA, I think that was a SEMA concept that was done by an aftermarket company later, would also have individual throttle bodies, yet Dodge did it first. Again, it, it, this, this concept really goes to show how far automakers think ahead, and we, we really just don't know from the public side of things how far ahead, how, how long into a product's life cycle they really think, or how far into a product's life cycle they really think. I just wish that a lot of this stuff either was an option, like as a part from Mopar, or, or even made it to the production car. But even even still, what what an, what an interesting concept, really, considering how much of this stuff would go on to later Vipers like the adjustable suspension. But anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you did, please make sure to like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, hit the little notification bell, and then all notifications. That way you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have want the pod be Molep, hey, not a problem. Boot up wherever you get your podcast. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me. Probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.